Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve Barber, and joining me as always is my absolutely wonderful co-host, Waylon Davis. Hey, everybody. And for those of y'all actually watching on YouTube, you're in for a treat. This is the very first video we've ever posted on YouTube. Yep. 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 So we've decided for the brand new year, we're actually going to start posting a video. I will rest. Please rest assured that this will improve as we go by. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. Because yeah. Well, we've, we're already kicking ideas off of each other on how to do some things. Uh, if you notice, I have a blanket behind me. Well, <laughs> yeah. If, if you notice, I have a whole room behind me. Uh, my three-year-old decided she needed her own room, so I gave I gave her my old office, and so I moved the office into my bedroom. So I'm still trying to get everything straightened out, but so just ignore all this back here. But yep, and I, all I can say is at least the towels are folded, unlike everything else, <laughs> <laughs> unlike everything that surrounds me. That's why you don't see it. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome. Uh, Happy New Year, Dwayland. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Yeah, it seems kind of wild to think it's it's 2022. I know. Yeah, because it just I seems know. like it was 10 years ago that it was 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think that, that was ever going to end. And wow, this has been um, quite a run so far. And we're going to be discussing day one, which just happened two days ago on New Year's Day. And all I can say is WTF. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, I mean, we'll get into it, but just. Yeah, that right there. Uh, okay. Um, but with some of the stuff, we do want to go into some other news real quick. Uh, for those of you who are aware of the tornadoes that hit Western Kentucky or close to where Joylin lives uh, a few weeks ago, there were some more tornadoes that hit New Year's Eve. Uh, I think the morning of New Year's Eve. And yes. these actually hit right in Hopkinsville, which is, uh, Dwayne and I consider that to be your, our hometown. I, yes. I actually have a couple hometowns, but Hop, Hopkinsville, or as we always know, refer to it as Hoptown, is one of my hometowns. And that's actually where I met Dwayland in high school. And uh, I actually have a lot of, a lot of fond memories of, of Hoptown. And it was hit by a tornado pretty well. It was about an F2 from what I understand, which, you know, if it's, it's still nothing to mess around with. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah it still did some, uh, thankfully there were no fatalities. Uh, thank God for that. But a lot of people did lose their homes. People lost their businesses. I know there was a, um, a family dollar that I used to work at on ninth street that just got i mean the building's still there but the tornado just blew everything out of it yep and because I mean, it hit it was saying basically on ninth street and campbell street yep and and i can't i guess it went kind of right down campbell street from what i understand mm-hmm. and I, I remember the family dollar that you're talking about and all the pictures i've seen the pictures that are ground level, they show an auto zone. I'm like, yeah, I remember that auto zone. I've- yep, because it's right across the street from yep. from the Family Dollar. Yep, yep. And the big, um, I guess you'd call it a feed mill in the background. You can always mm-hmm. see it. Was it, yeah. was it Casey Mill? Was that the yes. name of it? Yeah. Yep. Because as soon as I saw, it, I was like, oh yes, I I remember that. And and of course, when Joel and I were first talking about the tornado today, the first thing I said was. Wasn't that about three blocks away from where you used to live? Uh-huh. Yep. 
It was not too far at all. Yep. So I'm assuming your mom doesn't still live in the same place. No, no, no. She, she's across town. So okay. she she's she's okay. Everybody was everybody was okay. Some of my um, my brother-in-laws, uh, my sister's husband, some of his family were without power, but everybody was okay. Well, that's good. I mean, that's the important thing is everybody is, you know, everybody's health is okay. And that's, yeah. you know, um, and yeah, my mom and my stepdad, I mean, they're fine because they were, they were a few miles away. Um, yeah. yeah. Cause you remember, they still live in the same place they did before. Oh, do they? Yeah. yeah oh, same, okay. Same house. So <laughs> they've, they've lived in that house now since 1988. So wow. Yeah. This year be 34 years. They've lived in that house. Uh, I'm going to assume it's all, it's all paid off. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and excuse me for the coughing. I'm still got a little bit of this gunk kind of caught in my throat. But as you can tell, I'm drinking some orange juice in a nice North Carolina cup. There you go. You know, say, tar, go Tar Heels. I've just got the old uh, great value bottle of water, but it's yeah. like if I'm going to drink water, it's, this is what I drink. Oh, there you go. And Normally, I would not drink orange juice because of my diabetes. You know, Joylin understands that as well. But absolutely, we've got orange juice in the house now, and I'm just like, like nope, nope. I know I hate it. it. I, I was like, oh, I love orange juice, but I but I really can't. Right, orange I do right now is just because of the the my throat, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but as far as some uh, other news, and I, actually, I will throw this up in sports. Um, with John Madden passing away, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, a lot of teams put out a tribute to him yesterday and obviously the Raiders as well. My team, you know, I'm part of the Raider nation and they went out and they beat the Colts in Indianapolis. Wow. Yep. And the Raiders there for a couple of hours, they were one of the wild card spots. And then the Chargers smacked the, the Broncos around and <laughs> yeah, now the Raiders have fallen back. Somehow they're behind the Colts, and I don't get that. I'm like, they just beat the Colts. They just beat the Colts, but I guess because of the standings, it just—it's weird because now they have seven teams going. They're, they're playing seventeen games. There's seven teams going to playoffs from each conference. Yeah, and I, you know, I think like the Jets were eliminated after week three. You know, mathematically they were done. You know, yeah. already. I'm surprised just, it took till week three. But. Yeah. <laughs> Um, people are in this area are extremely happy because the Bengals are back in there. They won the AFC North. Yeah. They they do look good. I'm not going to lie. They look good. Oh, they look really good. But, I mean, can they – my thing is, can they keep that going and actually win a playoff game? Because the last time they won a playoff game, Bush Sr. was in office. Yep. <laughs> and, like, you, like you said before we started recording, we were uh, juniors in junior, high school. We were juniors in high school the last time the Bengals won a playoff game. And and that year they went to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and they had a chance to beat the 49ers, and they did not. Um, I believe that may have been the year that Joe Montana was in the huddle, trying to hype his team up, and he's like, "Yeah, we did this." He looked over in the audience. He said, "Hey, that's John Candy," <laughs> right in the middle, of them and yeah. Kinda, and there and that's i think jerry rice said that's what i knew oh we had it and yeah uh, chris collingsworth and he's also mentioned you know, of course him playing for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And, you know him he's on the other team and some of his guys are all celebrating already and he looked at him and said you do see who's the quarterback out there right yeah you do see joe montana yeah i mean that's you know joe montana one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever played yep you know so 
Uh, but yeah, so there's the, the nice uh, football news and, you know, and I forgot to even mention the other day, we we're talking about our predictions and I would have got all of them wrong anyway. Well, because the Bearcats, speaking of Cincinnati, the Bearcats were actually in the playoff, uh, one of the top four and they lost to Alabama and then Michigan lost to Georgia. So once again, we have Alabama and Georgia in the title I mean, game. At this point, it's like, why even have the little mini tournament thing just have Alabama and Georgia in the title game every year? Because that seems like what well, it comes down to. Well, it was one thing when it was Alabama and Clemson, because at least Clemson is part of the ACC and not part of the yeah. SEC. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's just, once again, I, yeah, I do realize the SEC is, is the toughest conference in college football. However, something's up when they didn't even want to include Cincinnati. They said, well, look who they're playing. Yeah. They, they, they play the same teams all the time. I mean, they weren't always winning like they are this year. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Once you, just every week, let's just have Alabama and Georgia just play each other off to the side. Yeah. And all these other, you know, everybody else in the country, all the 121, yeah. 22 teams can just, you know, had themselves a good old day. I still have, I still don't understand why they just don't do college football like they do college basketball. All these bowl games make them yeah. the tournament. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I know the bowl games are where the money, where the money's made. Mm-hmm. But yeah, make those the tournament. That way, there's one definitive national champion. There's no, there's no guesswork. There's no speculation or anything. Because right now, there's always like, well, did that team really, should they have been in there? It's like, if you just do it as a true tournament, then you don't have any Mm -hmm. speculation. Yeah, just every Saturday. Boom. Yeah, exactly. And and speaking of tournaments, and actually, you know, college championships anyway, why do they always have the championship games? whether it be football or basketball, men's anyway. Um, I think women's basketball, I think mm-hmm. the championship game for women's basketball, I believe, is on a Saturday night. <clears throat> I think so. Maybe, yeah, I know it's not on a Monday. It's either on a Saturday or it's on a Wednesday. Uh, or it could be even be on a Tuesday. But, but they always yeah. do the men's on a... On a Monday. Yeah. And the, and the game They always at, do the men's on a Monday night. Yeah, it starts at 9 o'clock yeah. Eastern. Yeah. You know, the year that Carolina lost to Villanova on that last second shot, I had fallen asleep. I was, watch- I was watching that game. <laughs> I, and I, apparently I missed a great game except for that final shot. Oh, it was it was an amazing game. I thought Carolina was going to have it because uh, Hope had taken me. Um, we went out to eat, and we went to a sports bar and watched it. And it was an amazing game. They just couldn't get that last shot. Yeah, and I'd fallen asleep. Uh, I was going through some sleep issues at the time, and I'd actually mm-hmm. had to take some medicine, and I ended up having to go off the medicine, but that's another story. <laughs> um, yeah, the medicine had started make, giving me, like, weird heartbeat things. I could, like, hear oh. my heartbeat, and uh. I could hear it was like, do do Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Call the doctor. Yeah, I'm getting off of this. He's like, yeah, you should get off of that. Yeah, like right now. Yeah, like right now. And he said, yeah, don't take any more of that. And see, that same year, Clemson lost to Alabama. In mm-hmm. the national championship game, and I fell asleep yep. for that one. And so the next year, I stayed awake during Clemson, Alabama. Clemson won, 
And then I, I managed to stay awake for Carolina and Gonzaga, with the exception of like five minutes. I did, you know, mm-hmm. fall asleep. But I woke up, Gonzaga were ahead. And I was like, nope. <laughs> so, <laughs> stayed awake. Carolina, of course, won. Great yep. game. Another great game because Gonzaga was a great team. Yeah. And, you know, and I was able to celebrate. I went in and ran into my daughter's room. Yeah, she was just out. I couldn't even <laughs> wake her. You know, and I was like, ah. Um, you know, so all I can say is to both those teams, you're welcome. <laughs> That's how sports works. We know. There it, it goes. <laughs> if Steve stays awake, you're going to And into some wrestling news before we start diving into this pay-per-view, which uh, was fine up until the very last minute of the pay-per-view. But did, how, did you catch where they're they're not calling it a pay-per-view anymore? It's a premium live event. Because you don't pay per view it anymore anymore. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which means that, hey guys, maybe you ought to stop having those every single month because you're losing money. Yeah. You're no longer getting those buys. So, um, Alberto Del Rio, <laughs> he has declared that he should go in the Hall of Fame this this year. Not even just he should go in the Hall of Fame. He needs to go in there this year. I mean, I disagree. He was good. Given the right opponent, he had some really good matches. Mm-hmm. But to me, there was nothing special about Alberto Del Rio. Not that character. I understand in Mexico under the mask he was he was Oh, he's great. huge. He's huge. Yeah, he was Mexico. great. And I get that because he was allowed to do everything that, you know, he was capable of doing. But the Alberto Del Rio character just never did anything for me. Like I said, I nothing against his abilities, but you know, he was bland. Mysterio, yeah, he was very bland. He was yeah. very bland and very methodical. For some people, that works. Randy Orton has a very methodical style, but it works for him. But it doesn't work, especially when the company's trying to push you as the next top uh, Latino star, right? Which is what they, which is why they signed him to begin with. They've been looking for a replacement for Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero, and you can't you can't do that because those are once in a generation type of talents. Mm-hmm. So and it just all it does is just hamstring the athlete that gets put in that role. And Del Rio, like well, like you're saying about the methodical thing with Randy Orton, you can see he's always kind of looking. I mean, like a viper, like yeah. he's about to yeah. strike. With yeah, Del he's Rio, always, yeah, he's always slithering around like he's just at any minute he's going to get you. And Del Rio, he looked like he could, but I mean, it wasn't like he was nonstop, you know, like you always say, like the Frankenstein monster, you can't stop him, you yeah. know, he, and he would just kind of take his time in his matches. Um, to be honest with you, I mean, sometimes they could be kind of boring. Yeah. And the sad thing is a good looking guy. He really is. Um, and he's like 40 something years old and he's getting women half his age. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's doing something right. Yeah. And I was listening to another podcast today, and I listened to a couple of them actually. So I'm making sure I don't get blurred which one it was. I don't want um, 
because I think there was actually two different ones that they kind of had the same points about Del Rio. If you look at his resume, world champion, money in the bank, um, Royal Rumble. Yep. You know, he has a lot of those things that you could say, okay, his resume says, yes, put him in the hall of fame. Then you have his arrest record, which kind of cancels everything out. Yep. The, the multiple arrest records. Um, yes. man, he's, I mean, if he, if he's going in the hall of fame for how many times you get arrested in a career, oh, then, he's, he's there. then he's there. He's the first ballot hall of famer. I mean, but, even, even like two months ago, he was still getting arrested. Right. But it's like, you can't, I mean, they're not going to, I mean, there are cases where they've looked the other way and put people in the hall of fame. That was a little questionable, but I mean, his is domestic violence and like, I think kidnapping at one point and things like that. And it's like, dude, you're never going in the hall of fame with that. You know. Yeah, these aren't unpaid parking tickets. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> in fact, I think Paige was um, part of that. Wasn't he? Wasn't he arrested uh -huh. for threatening her? Yep, threatening her. He was arrested for um, unlawful imprisonment on the woman that he dated after him and Paige had split up. Uh, mm. I think he he got arrested for domestic violence and unlawful imprisonment. Uh, and then he got arrested again, like you said, a couple months ago. Uh, he's, uh, his trial is still, they're still, his trial is supposed to start soon. So I don't know, you know, I don't know what those charges were, but it's just like, just a litany of despicable charges. So, yeah. I mean, no, no police record is a good police record, but his is disgusting. So right so and then he says y'all need to put me in the hall of fame yeah it's like no 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 <laughs> nope 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 yeah unless um, there's a county jail hall of fame then that's that's the only yeah. one you're going in <clears throat> so but that was like the big wrestling thing that i just i just had to bring up before we actually started talking about the pay-per-view um, oh one one other thing that i did see on twitter uh, congratulations to Matt Cardona, which for people that don't know was uh, Zach Ryder in WWE uh, and Chelsea Green. They got married over the weekend. Oh, congratulations. And um, there was a cool picture, <coughs> excuse me, of um, uh, Matt and the his groomsmen, uh, which were just to name a few, uh, Cody Rhodes, The Miz, John Morrison, Dolph Ziggler. They were all groomsmen wow. at his wedding. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that that actually is pretty cool because yeah, because uh, you got two guys right there who are still part of the WWE. Yeah, and they're going, at, they're saying, you know what, friendship is beyond exactly you know, business. Yep. And yep. you know, back back, I know probably when we were in high school, maybe a few years after that, Vince McMahon, if he would have found out that one of his one of his wrestlers were at a wedding as part of the groomsmen, oh, yeah. not even a guest as a groomsman, as, as yeah. somebody who's left the company uh, or be a part of another company, he'd probably try to fire him. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But now he has to calm that crap down. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, definitely congratulations to them. My invite must've got lost. Um, <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm, I, you know, I'm going to have some heartburn about that for a little bit while I'm trying to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> trying to figure out what I did 
you know, to, to not get invited. I know. I get invited. But... I mean, come on, you know, you know, if I if I ever get married again, which I, my wife and I we've been married now for almost twenty three years, so I seriously doubt I ever get married again. But nah, I don't think it happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but you know what? When my daughter gets married, even though she says I'm never getting married, whenever she gets married, I'll send them an invite. There you go. So, um, before we go ahead and move on to the pay-per-view or the, I'm sorry, the premium, premium live event, premium live event, the WWE, they were, Michael Cole was pushing that hard all night long. Oh, I, you know, I didn't even, a lot of times, I mean, I'll hear the announcers, but I won't, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, which means that that's honestly, they're probably doing a pretty decent job then. Cause I'll pick up certain things. I didn't pick up that. Yeah. <clears throat> but I want to go ahead and give our contact uh, and listening info. If anybody would like to contact us by email, it's armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to find us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. You can find us on Instagram at armchairbooking. You can find us on Twitter at bookingarmchair. You can find us on YouTube if you're watching. Yep. Let's do a search. Right now, until we get, I believe it's a hundred subscribers or maybe a thousand subscribers, we have to get it like the little random characters things. Once we yeah. get our subscribers, I'll actually change that to Armchair Booking Podcast. So hit that like and subscribe button if you know you, you send us to your friends. Also, have them do the same thing. Have them give us uh, give us a look, give us a listen. We definitely appreciate that. We are also on TikTok, and now that we're doing videos on YouTube, we'll we'll try to get some videos on TikTok as well. Yep. And if you want to listen to us, if you're audio only, which I get that, because all day long when I'm at work, when I'm not in meetings or talking to people about work, I usually have my headphones stuck in my ears listening to podcasts. But you can find us on just about any kind of audio <laughs> platform. Yeah, you can find us just about any kind of audio platform you can think of that that includes apple music that includes spotify that includes stitcher google podcast amazon music and iHeartRadio. radio sort of we've talked about that it's there up until a certain episode and then it just stops and they are they have been no help right trying to get it fixed so i don't know if i could just just take it off altogether because what's the point but <clears throat> yeah but we'll see you can also find us on pod bay you can find us on uh, pocket cast or some other third-party platforms that uh, one of those today actually saw that we were we had moved back up to number 175 on the top 200 wrestling podcasts in the world. And when I was going through that, I also oh oh dude, when I was going through it, I also saw the history, and they must not have been um, posting these either that or I just didn't happen to check. At one point over the past few days, we were at number 84. So really. Yes, wow. we actually made it up to number 84. That's the highest we've ever gotten. And it's not that we do this for ratings, but it is still <clears throat> kind of a, a good feeling to know that people. Are I mean, it shows that we're it shows that people are responding to us and they they like what we're doing. So, yep. And I have also have a feeling part of that is I don't think it's a coincidence that all of a sudden we're jumping up right about the same time. The guys, they were called Jay and Trey, but now they are called TNC. Let me go and pull them up real quick so I make sure i get their new name right uh they are now tnc sports talk also known as jay and the jay and trey podcast uh those guys have really been giving us some shout outs and and so i don't think it's a coincidence that when they were shouting us out all of a sudden 
we started getting more right yeah all of a sudden the ratings started picking up so definitely want to give those those guys a big thank you and uh we we definitely got to get on their their show oh yeah definitely Uh, yeah they had uh, king titan on there last night and what was funny was you know he and juice just had that match not too long ago yeah uh it was yeah the one down in covington where if titan won what juice was he'd lose or leave town for 90 days right well there is a new masked wrestler (laughs) named mr j okay he just happens to have the same skin tone the same build the the trucks even look familiar except for he's in a mask okay yeah that's all i'm saying i don't know if it's him i you know for sure but Joaquin Titan was on their live stream because that's the thing these guys they do theirs. I mean, it, it is a live stream. And so mm-hmm. you, you can see in the chat, well, Juice is coming in there talking trash to King Titan during the <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, definitely go give those guys a listen. Uh if you look up J and J, you might still be able to find it, but look up J and Trey. That's the the letter J, then ampersand and Trey is spelled T-R-E-Y. Okay. Look for that. Um, you can find on Facebook TNC Sports Talk. That's what they actually changed their name to. And uh, they're also on TikTok. And one of the guys, because you have Justin, you have a Trey, and you have another guy named uh, Jake. Uh, Jacob and I just became friends on Facebook today. You know, so you, um, yeah, if you go to my my oh, cool. Facebook, yeah, if you go to my Facebook, you can see who it is. And uh, they said they okay. they probably won't be able to make the Mount Orb show this upcoming saturday but they mm-hmm. they probably will make the covenant show because i guess they live they live a little further down in in kentucky um oh okay you know, I'm, yeah i'm thinking around like ludlow or somewhere like that um and they're not even sure where mount orb is and so i'm about to send them directions oh say, okay say it is mount orb is actually really <laughs> easy to find you know you just <clears throat> if anybody if you were coming from the cincinnati area and or northern kentucky get on 275 that goes around that, that that's the bypass around cincinnati it's the loop you get on that then you get on ohio state road 32 heading east you um, you get on that road in Eastgate, uh but it is a it is like a freeway i mean there uh it might as well be an interstate because um well it's kind of an expressway because you don't have driveways you have roads that come off of but you don't have driveways so it it is for the most part you know four lanes you know two 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 lane roads divided by the the grass median all the way to jackson ohio which is close to west virginia oh okay but as 32 intersects with us 68 the same us 68 that runs through hopkinsville not only that i believe ninth street is us 68 isn't Mm -hmm. it yeah after so long yeah yeah so the very same us 68 that at some point it goes from north south to east west or if you're coming from another direction, it goes from east, west, north, south. But <coughs> but anyway, uh, very same one right where they intersect, that's Mount Orb. So it's actually really easy to find. Um, and in the sports complex, you just make a, you know, you get on to 68, heading south, past the McDonald's, the very next road is the road. You get on that, and it takes you all the way to the sports complex. Okay. Yeah, so guys, if you're listening, that's how you found Mount Orb. Ah. <laughs> uh, so I do believe that is everything. Oh, and as usual, we are hosted by Block Talk Radio. Absolutely. And 
That's another way you can listen to us. And if you go to our Facebook, I try to I'm a, try to post the links in there for all the different ones. If you if you just want to go straight without having to search, but if you go to the link that's there, usually it'll take you right to Block Talk. Uh, but if you have a preference, just do a search for Armchair Booking Podcast or Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast, and you should be able to find it with no problem. So if you see something that says Armchair Bookers, yeah, that, that's not us. Yeah, that's not us. And they, they only did like not many episodes. And last time I checked, they hadn't posted anything in like two years. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so there you go. So on to the premium event live premium live event premium live event <laughs> day one they really shouldn't have called it that because now i'm thinking day one of what yeah <laughs> First i wonder all, if, i wonder if ahead. they're going to try to do that here's the thing they're not going to be able to do that every year no nope. they shouldn't have done it this year no because I, my dad called me um right before it started and i even mentioned to him and my dad's not a wrestling fan and he even gives me crap all the time how can you watch that fake crap (laughs) he didn't do that this time because he knows about the podcast and right and he knows how much i enjoy it you know and then i said hey we are growing our audience Mm -hmm. and so now he's kind of like oh okay he's like all right all right you know so but i even mentioned to him I was like, they're having a, I said, I feel now, I said, because we've already done a preview of it. Now I'm kind of obligated to watch it. Yeah. You know, I don't have to watch it live, but it makes it better if I do watch it live. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, but why they did it on New Year's Day, knowing they're going to be going bumping up against, you know, football. Yeah. And he's like, who did that? I'm like, WWE. He's like, <laughs> and he's like that's crazy. I'm like, I know. Yeah. And now granted here, I guess here is the, it, okay. Not as much of a disadvantage is yes. They, they do not have to, you don't have to watch this live and it's not a pay-per-view because you right. can always <coughs> catch it on the network the next day or yep. even at really after, as soon as it ends. Yeah. You know, yeah, they so, have a replay on as soon as, as soon as the live feed ends, then they'll have, they'll have the replay on there. Right. You know, so there it's not a and not as much of a disadvantage at what it would have been, you know, six years ago, seven years ago, whenever the network yeah. right before the network started. Right. Um, but this one had other issues. First of all, uh, and I've yes, I've seen some people are like, Oh, this pay-per-view was absolutely great. I'll say it was about average because there's a lot of things that kind of balanced out. Yeah. I'd I'd agree with that. Yeah, it was about average. It was a step above an episode of SmackDown is how I felt about it. Yeah, and there were some things that felt like it, it was below SmackDown. Yeah. Um, because, for one, there was no Intercontinental, Intercontinental title match. There was no nope. U.S. title match. There was nope. no SmackDown women's match. There was no women's tag team title match. Nope. There was four championships, that which tells you that you have too many championships yeah. if you can't get them all on your show. Right. And you look at Shinsuke and you look at Damian Priest, Mm -hmm. two guys who could put on some great matches. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't you want them on your show? Yeah, because they're mid-card champions and they usually save them for 
they usually have them like tonight. Damian Priest is defending the United States title against Dolph Ziggler on Raw. Could have done that at the pay per view. Yeah, but we did. No, well, we got all this other crap. Yeah, like this pre-show match. Yeah, the pre-show match, from what I understand, is supposed to kind of generate interest in the rest of the pay per view, and they they always do this for free. So that way, if somebody is is watching for free, as a kind of a hey, this is what you can see. So you'd want to have a, a good match. I'd say putting Damian Priest and Dolph Ziggler in a match would be a pretty good match. And it'd be a title match. Yeah. So you would yep. kind of pique some people's interest. They didn't do that. No, they gave us a they gave us a throwaway basically nothing against any of the guys in the match, but it was basically a house show match, is what they gave us. Yeah. Because you had the the English guy and the Irish guy going against the Swiss guy and the, and the dude from Paducah. Yeah. And I just figured I'd throw that because I thought, I, I thought that was like some <laughs> of the most interesting things about the match. And, and I felt bad because like, I, I don't know why I was thinking Rich Holland was, was Irish, but, but now Rich Holland, <clears throat> who looks like Corey Taylor from Slipknot slash Stone Sour. <laughs> and I mean, he's a Jack dude, but he left the match really early. I didn't even really notice. I was like, Okay, first of all, what ha- where all that blood come from? Yeah. Okay, I look, yeah, Charles Robinson's wearing the gloves. Hey, where's Corey Taylor? <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like, he where'd was, he go? I was like, yeah, where'd he go? And then they said, oh, you know, for the idiot sitting there in Ohio who's trying to figure out where Ridge Holland went to, he he has a busted nose. And so they're mm-hmm. they've taken him out. And he's being looked at like by medical professionals right now. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, he's went to the back. So I'm like, okay, Sheamus is now in the handicap match. Yep. And they let Sheamus win. And it's like, what sense does that make to, but it it was like we were talking about uh, when we were texting about the show and it's like, they're not going to let, you know, they're not going to let Cesaro or, and Ricochet win anything on pay-per-view ever again, ever. It seems like. And I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Sheamus and Rich Holland, they were they were booked to win anyway. Yeah. And, and so they didn't want to go against that. But when Sheamus is all, all of a sudden in there by himself, he's now a sympathy character because he's going against two guys on his own. Exactly. And he's supposed to be the heel, but mm-hmm. now you've, you, you've got automatic sympathy because it's a two-on-one situation. And when he won, the crowd cheered. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no crap, because I mean, and this wasn't by design. I mean, it just happened. But yeah, when you see one person yeah. fighting two and that person wins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, and he won clean. And yeah. I just don't like handicap matches. Uh, not unless you're like Big Show or Kane or just right. a big monster guy. That's one thing, but just an average guy, an average size wrestler. I just don't like handicap matches. And especially when the one guy beats, beats two. And I mean, they should have had Seamus break out a chair and start swinging it that yeah. way. Disqualified. Okay. And. Yeah. Or run... if, even if, or if he cheated to win, that'd be one thing. Like right. say he snuck the chair out, took out one of them and then bro kicked the other one and won then it would make sense. But just to have him beat beat two guys clean, it's like, 
that doesn't make sense. And one, uh, uh, it may have been um, um, the other podcast uh, I listened to this morning. They were talking about it. Um, what is the name of that podcast? I can tell you here in a second. But they were actually talking about this match. And they were really, what they were, were talking about was um, The Payoff. That was a podcast, which is also, is also a really good good podcast, by the way. Um, but they were alluding to why did um, Ridge Holland leave the match if all, mm-hmm. if all he had was a broken nose? Mm-hmm. And they've mentioned that people, you know, that Triple H, you know, he had a torn quad and he stayed. Um, actually, you know what? It may have actually been uh, Jay and Trey that were, they were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, there's like, you know, Triple H wrestled with a torn quad. Uh, there's some other ones that wrestled with far worse injuries. Or like even John Cena, you know, he had a broken nose. The only thing I can think is it may have affected his breathing. Yeah. It, may, that, have, it may have affected his breathing. I mean, if his eyes started to swell then that's going to be an issue. Yeah. You know, if it's affecting your breathing or your vision, then there's no way you can compete with that. Right. I mean, and that's when it does become in like dangerous territory. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and my hat's off to Triple H for, you know, not once, but twice wrestling with a torn quad. Yeah. Um, I mean, that I couldn't do it. I'd be crying like a little girl. Oh, yeah. I, I would. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'll, I'll, I'll start crying right now if y'all want me to. <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, I mean, I have, that's the only thing I can think of is maybe it was that bad where they're like, "Ooh, we got he can't, if he can't mm-hmm. breathe, you know, if it's affecting his breathing." Now you're talking about it a lot more serious than yeah. anything else because now you're talking about actually the man's life. His life it really could be a little bit in danger, if, you know, if he can't breathe or, or like you said, if it's sweat up enough to where now he can't see. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but. And I mean, I'll even say, you know what? The match was decent. They did figure out an ending after the real legit injury. Uh, so I mean, I'll give them, I'll give them props for that. Even though I didn't really care for the ending, they did mm-hmm. figure out something. So, right. right. Um, the Usos and New Day. Good match, like we expected. Yep. Um, for, for me, it was match of the night. That was. Oh, just... oh it was. As usual, they they put on a fantastic tag team match, and it was tag team moves. Yeah, that's what I liked. Yeah, and uh, uh, if if they're going for the pin in a tag match, I like it a lot better when their partner saves them rather yeah. than where well, they just kicked out of the other team's yeah. finisher. Right, and I, I, the three D ending. I run my notes. I said the 3D ending. That was a good throwback. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yep. So, and, and to me, it also showed. Okay, their their normal finisher didn't work, you know, because of uh, been getting saved. Exactly. So, so they went with something else. Yeah, they didn't go with whoop surprise roll up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and like there were some like roll up attempts during the match and i'm fine with that because especially like if he had a few like he hit the sos uh he had the the back bridge into you know the roll up and he did the back bridge to try to keep them down things like that are fine i just hate when every other match is ending in a surprise roll up and it's like right you know that's 
I don't know. It just doesn't make sense when it's like, it's like, why even have a finisher if it's not going to get used to finish the match? I'm still waiting for a wrestler to show up, you know, with a finisher move as the surprise roll up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I was, <coughs> if I was a promoter, he should have, hey, all right, you got this, Eric, what's your finisher? Schoolboy? All right, you can leave. You can leave right now. If I, yeah. Just, just, just get out. Go. go. And yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, like you said, that match was probably matching nice. I really, I don't really have anything negative to say about it. I mean, um, mm-hmm. I wish the New Day would have won, but at the same time, I mean, I wasn't disappointed with the result. Right. I figured that I, I, I figured the Usos would win it. They're not gonna. They're not going to have them drop the belts just yet. The bloodline thing is still too too hot right now. They're going to ride that out for a while. Yeah. And I did see a tweet. Somebody was talking about the bloodline t-shirts, and they said there's those t-shirts are just fire right now. Oh yeah, there's they're just yeah. selling like like quick. Mm-hmm. Now Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre, and Madcap Moss. Oh. Okay, first of all, the pre-match jokes were stupid and borderline racist. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, and I can't um, believe they actually had that on, you know, live TV, so to speak. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, one, it's like, there's only one person that thinks that's funny, and that's Vince McMahon. They're, those, they're, all their jokes that they're doing is for a one-person audience. They're not even and good dad jokes. No, they're not. Dad jokes are, I tell them all the time, yeah. dad jokes are fantastic. Exactly. But, no, these were, these were just terrible and annoying, and it's like, just stop. It's like this whole gimmick needs to be just thrown in the trash. Uh, uh, well, here's my notes. I did say the match was better than expected. Yeah, um, uh, Moss got a lot more offense than I expected yes. him to get. Um, Madcap needs different ring gear because he's ripped and they should actually display that. I mean, the dude. And they used to before they repackaged him as Madcap Boss. He used to, he used to wrestle in, in trunks, you know, trunks and boots. And it's like, I don't know why they've got him in slacks and suspenders and he, a dress shirt and all He's this. built like Goldberg. Yeah. It makes no sense. Um, Drew has some serious abdominal ab, ab, abdominal abdominal or core strength. Um, um, yeah, and that came because of there was a, the move they did. It was in the corner, and all of a sudden Drew just kind of he kind of leaned off like whoa. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then of course you saw like it wasn't immediately afterwards, but later on they were backstage and they attacked him. And they said, oh, no, he put him in the hospital. It turns out Drew actually already had a, a legitimate neck injury. And yep. this is a way to write him off TV so he can kind of recover from that, that injury he already had before the match started. It was a smart way to do it, though. Yeah. At least he didn't just you know win the match, and then the next day they're like, well, he's out with an injury. At least they gave you a reason why he's out. Right. Um, now I don't know who Madcap Moss and Happy Baron dude are going to annoy, but yeah, I don't know who they're going to annoy next because 
they were annoying Drew and Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's gone. Drew's on the shelf, so I don't know. Maybe they'll just keep him off TV, and it'll it'll be good. Uh, yeah. I'm fine. I'm I'm fine with that. But I think Vince McMahon is a big fan of Baron Corbin, so he is. I mean, and I I don't mind Baron Corbin for his talents. I just don't like the characters they've been making him do. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the talent. Um, <laughs> but I mean, so, I mean, like I said, the match itself was better than I thought it would be. And I was it was glad. better than I expected, but it was just for me. It was an average TV match. It was some. This was something that should have just been on an episode of SmackDown, not on the pay per view, right? Premium live event. Sorry. No. Um, now, RK Bro and the Street Profits. First, thing I was thinking was, I even put a question mark to face teams. Yeah. Uh, but then it became kind of apparent who they wanted to be the heels as soon as they all came out. Yeah. Um, and so the street profits were playing the part of, you know, cocky heels. Yeah. All right. That's cool. You know, um, got to have somebody just to boo, but I, I don't think the people really wanted to boo them. No, they didn't. The only reason, I mean, RK bro is popular, but the only reason that they were getting so much love that night is because Migos came out with them and they're from Atlanta. So I was going to say, like, the Migos, I'm guessing that they were like, yeah. are they like the new hottest thing from Atlanta right now? Yeah. They kept okay. they kept trying to push, saying that they were the uh, the hottest group in the world, which is not true. Personally, I'm, I'm not, personally, I'm not a fan of Migos. I don't like their music, but. Well, if they're going to talk about bands coming out of Atlanta, I personally, I would have preferred Seven Dust, but that's just me. You know me, I'm more of a metal guy, so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I didn't realize how popular when I said Randy Orton, I was like, the crowd kind of exploded. I was like, Oh okay, yeah. They just yeah. they they really let themselves some Randy Orton around there. Um but, <laughs> uh, but the Migos, okay, they came out, but then they didn't do anything. They were just kind of hanging out. No, it was just it was to get a pop from the crowd. It was uh, I, they got paid a bunch of money to come out and and not not sing. Not sing, not really do anything just sit at ringside watch the match get in and celebrate afterwards uh but yeah right the street profits to me they were being buried mm -hmm. um and once again i mean I, I think this match it didn't show off all their skills but uh it did show off some of their skills you could definitely see how high uh montez four can get when and the street profits were a lot more aggressive in this match, which I mm -hmm. think they need to be going forward. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, that was a good side of them that they showed that the, you know, the more serious side of, you know, we're in a championship match and we need to pull out all the stops. And I thought it was a really good match. It wasn't as good as Usos and New Day, but that's a high bar to reach. Yeah. But it, it was a really good tag team match. Mm -hmm. And... My God, Montez Ford and that drop kick he does. I know. Uh, that that dude could jump up and drop kick Andre in the face. <laughs> yeah. You know, even um but Greg Khali, all seven foot seven of him. Yeah. Montez Ford could jump up and kick over him if he wanted. And I like that Riddle toned down the goofiness mm -hmm. in this match. When he tones down the goofiness, he's a killer. I mean, you mm -hmm. can see what he's capable of doing. 
and it looks like Randy Orton's having like the time of his life with this. He, you could tell because he's putting in that effort. When Randy is motivated, even at his age, he can still give you great matches. It's just a lot of times Randy's just Randy's one of those people with with that God given talent, and it's just sometimes he just kind of coasts right. on that talent. But when he's really motivated, he can still give you great matches. Oh, yeah. And I do like how they shook hands afterwards. Um, yeah. And, yeah, because I, I, I did write, who are the Migos? I would have preferred Seven Dust. But, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm trying to think, <laughs> think of some other Atlanta bands. Um, I would have preferred Outkast. If I, was gonna, I, was about, I was about to say Outkast. Because <laughs> um, I don't think collective soul i don't think they're considered atlanta because they're from stockbridge which is mm. it's outside atlanta but um but so, okay now oh black crows yeah, uh, yeah. steve gorman the drummer from hoptown yep yep so there you go um now the next thing and this actually wasn't a match i just put in my notes they had a bianca promo and so it yeah. seems kind of out of place because she didn't have a match on the card yeah so, I mean, I mean, not that I minded, but I mean, but it was one of those very in-depth showed her back going back to her high school. And I was like, okay, um, cool. But, but where is she? It's where like, is she? you couldn't put her on the card after, after that hype package, you couldn't put her on the card. Yeah. And it's like, speaking of, speaking of burying people, I've seen on Twitter where it's like, people need to stop saying that they're burying Bianca. No, they're burying, they buried Bianca. They buried Bianca. I mean, he, she went from the hottest, the hottest thing in the company and they, they cooled her off as soon as Becky came back. Yeah. It was like lava dropping into the ocean. Mm -hmm. I, yep. I mean, it was like, and yeah, now I have seen speculation that they are part of the reason why they had that promo was there she's going to be becky's next opponent probably for wrestlemania and you know that will bring in a good crowd yeah you know um just like bianca and sasha last year stole the show uh this year bianca and becky i don't think they'll do as good as bianca and sasha no because uh honestly sasha not that becky is a bad wrestler i like becky lynch but if you just compare skill set to skill set, Sasha's the better wrestler than Becky is. Yeah, in my opinion, and I th she I think she meshes a lot better with Bianca's skill set. And you know, and that, and it will be a good match once they do finally oh, yeah. have an, an actual match instead of a squash. Yeah. And actually, you know what they ought, they should possibly do bring out the spouses because they don't really talk about them as much bring them out like mm -hmm. to accompany them or you know i mean yeah they miss so yeah. many they miss they so could. many opportunities to do that unlike the next next match with edge and miz now they showed the video package of this and i will have to say the best part of the video package was when edge he was sporting that slayer shirt yeah yeah i saw that um and Maurice, you know, she came out, she's dressed like the lead singer of a goth metal band. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, all right, interesting. Edge, he did this before where he started at, it was like a new theme song. And then all of a sudden it kicked into Metalingus. Yeah, he did the old brood. 
same song okay. where he came up. Remember when he came up to the fire? He did that right. at uh, SummerSlam last year. Okay, I knew there was uh, some other time he did that. I couldn't yeah. remember. And uh, I did like. I've, I've always loved the Brood interest, so I did like that. And then I did like how he kind of, you know, kicked into Metalingus. But uh, the match is what I thought it would be. It was, you know, it was a good match. There's both, you know, both two veteran guys mm-hmm. that know what they're doing. It was a good match. It's just, I just wasn't into, I just haven't been into the story. So it's like, yeah. Um, I even put slow paced match, good wrestling moves, but not real exciting. And because it wasn't, I mean, it was, eh, there was, there was good moves. I mean, these guys, you expect that. Yeah. Uh, I even put it looks like a Raw or SmackDown match, which yeah, I mean it. Um, but then remember we were talking about Beth Phoenix, you know. Yep. And she did. As, as soon as I saw her, and she looks like she's been getting, she got some uh, some tips from Ember Moon. She had an Ember Moon type look. Okay, going. I was going to say Beth Phoenix. In my notes, I put she resembling a warrior. Then I put she looks like Eleven's sister in Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> so, and <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I'm talking about, go watch season two of Stranger Things. And in this one particular episode, which my daughter, according to her, and like all the the Stranger Things just marks that mm-hmm. that particular episode is like horrible. Or they should get. I'm like, no, it actually, nah, nah whatever. But <laughs> I say, you know, the the match itself was okay, but it is forgettable. You're not going to remember much yeah. about this match. It's, I mean, it's yeah. not one that I'm going to go back and watch if i watch anything on this you know if i was to go back and watch anything on this pay-per-view this is not going to be the match i go back and watch exactly um now becky and Liv. um here here's my notes that i said and you can give me um what you think as well a lot of striking moves which there mm-hmm. were yeah uh, there was some decent wrestling big time bex is not a good nickname um no not at all. No. Uh, Liv, she's proven herself. Um, the match was sloppy at times. And I put in parentheses the top rope drop kick and then slamming the head off the announce desk. You saw her head was like this far away from it. I mean, it wasn't even close. Um, now, yeah. Liv, she did have like the move of the night. That oh, while the. <laughs> the when she was in the when Becky was in the corner. Yes. And she got yeah. that power bomb. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was like, whoa. And I thought for a minute they were going to give it to her. I thought she was going to win too. it there. And then Becky and kicked out. And I'm like, well, that was it. Yep. That was it for that. And the last note I wrote was an accidental clean finish. Yeah. Cause Becky tried to put her feet on the rope. She hit her with the, it's the rock bottom. Cause Becky, Becky uh, yeah, just said she, she talked to the rock and asked his permission to use that move. And he said he was fine with it. She calls it the manhandle slam. So she hit that off the ropes because Liv went for oblivion, her move off the middle rope. Becky tried to put her feet on the ropes, but never could get it. Yeah, so, she yeah, was too far away. Just, <laughs> yeah, she was too far away because you saw, like, it was like it was her left foot. She's putting it back there trying to hit the ropes and she couldn't touch it. And uh, so, yeah, accidental clean finish. That's a good, accidental, good title for that. I mean, that's, you know, I was like, well, I then I was like, did she ever make the ropes? And they showed the replay. I was like, nope, nah. accidental, clean finish. <laughs> yep. And, you know, Becky's like, oh, crap. I'm supposed to be a cheater here, and I couldn't even do it. Yeah. The thing is, it's like I still feel like that they're 
they are trying way too hard to get her, you know, to get that heel heat. It's like, cause nobody really wants to, wants to boo Becky. You know, right. she's still got the same, the same music. And it's like, her music doesn't fit a heel. Right. And it's like, but they, you know, and fans have responded to that music forever, ever since she came to the main roster. So it's like, you know, people know it's her coming out. They're excited when they hear the music. They love her. They don't want to boo her. And it's like, I just don't think this heel turn is working out as well. And I do, I can't stand the whole big time Bex thing. I mean, I get that they're trying to avoid saying the man right now because of the whole thing with Flair. But uh, big time Bex, that just, you know, to be blunt, it just sounds stupid. It does. It sounds dumb. And here's my thing. Vince is a billionaire. Just cut Ric Flair a check and say, go away. Yeah, Flair's going to Flair's going to take the money. He's got four X wives. He's got alimony somewhere, so yeah. he's gonna, he's going to Flair's going to take the money. Just put, cut him a big enough check so he can go on, so we can get back to calling her the man, and get rid of the big time back scrap. Yep. And and then the match we've trying to avoid talking about, but we're going to have to talk about it. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the main event, yeah. which. Okay, <clears throat> we could not have predicted this because a lot of the things that happened uh, which led to this match being the way it was was because earlier in the day, it turns out, legit situation, Roman Reigns was diagnosed with COVID. Yep. So Roman oh, Reigns... We, we hope he gets well soon, especially considering, you know, he's he's battled leukemia twice in his life. So yeah, uh, our, our wishes are with you know, with Roman, hope he gets, you know, gets well soon. And yeah. And, um, you know, so obviously he couldn't be there and I, and I don't blame him because I mean, he's, he's been trying to avoid like everybody trying to avoid catching COVID, but for him, it, it's a lot, um, a lot more dire situation than the rest of us because he has, right. you know, he's, you know, he's in remission for leukemia for the second time in his life. Right. You know, and then we don't want to have see him go back no into, into that again so the match with him and lesnar is now canceled so they decide to stick lesnar in this match yeah instead of just calling off the match and having just not having lesnar on the show it's like oh well we've still got got to do something with lesnar so let's just give him another title opportunity and put him over here which makes absolutely no sense for him to be on the raw side of things when he's been in this big feud with Roman on SmackDown. Right. And so now instead of a fatal four-way, we've got a freaking five-way. Mm-hmm. And fatal four-way is bad enough, but a fatal five-way, that's just too many people. Yeah. I mean, you're talking, you know, you get five more people, you could have a battle royal. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. you got half a battle royal right here. Yeah. And my notes, very first one, Lesnar shouldn't be involved. I agree. <laughs> so the um, match was, and, and the thing with the match has gotten so, it got so convoluted anyway, because it was supposed Seth Rollins won a ladder match to be the number one contender for the WWE title. So it was supposed to be a one-on-one match with him and Big E. 
Then they inserted Kevin Owens into it. And then last week, or week before last, they inserted Bobby Lashley into it. So it's like you keep so it just made Seth Rollins go through a ladder match for nothing. So right. he just put his body on the line in a ladder match for nothing. And then oh well, we don't have anything to do with Brock, so let's just throw Brock in there. Which I will I have to give Brock credit though. Brock sold for everybody. He did. Which was surprising because generally that is not Brock Lesnar usually comes in. Anybody that's watched him, especially in the last several years, you know he comes in, squashes everybody, wins the title, and he's out. But I was impressed at how much he sold for everybody in that match. He did. I mean, and they were they were taking it to him. Oh, I yeah. I mean, um, Rollins and Owens, I mean, especially, I mean, they were double-teaming, putting a whooping on him there for a while. Yeah. And Lashley speared him to the guardrail, which was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I would I would jump out of the way. I don't you know, even a wrestling match, I don't yeah. want Bobby Lashley spearing me. No, no. <laughs> so, it's like a train coming. I'm not trying I'm not trying to do it. I mean, that. you would have to scream, ah you know, and, just, <laughs> and they're like, that's not the end of the match. I don't care. It's like it's the end for me because I'm not getting hit by that <laughs> Here, give me my check. I'm done. You know, yep. that that's you know, y'all can go and fire me because I'm pretty sure yep. y'all don't want me in there anymore. <laughs> right. And the first the first complaint about the match itself, Lesnar was the last one they introduced. Yeah, and it's like, and they did this a couple of times. You know, they did this um, when the Usos of the New Day came out. They had the Usos come out first. Okay, that one I couldn't remember, and I didn't feel like rewinding. And um, it's like, and, you and what you're talking about here, Lesnar coming out last. No, your champion should come out last. Always. He's always come out last not only is it respect to the champion and the to the title but it's just and, and i'm one of those old school type of wrestling fans that that's how it should be it's like i don't care how many challengers you have all the challengers should come out first and then mm-hmm. your champion should come out and because the challengers have to beat the champion the champion doesn't have to beat the challengers exactly so, and I said, this is a slap in the face of Big E, which it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I put not expecting too much science, which there was not. The most scientific wrestler was probably uh, Seth Rollins, followed by Kevin Owens. Yeah. And which, which, like I, like we were saying before we started recording, it was a car crash match. Which mm-hmm. these type of matches, it has to be. You get a fatal five way. There's no disqualifications, no countouts. You expect a car crash, but they made it work. It was an excellent match. Except for the length and the ending. Um, yeah. The, and I, I, fe- yeah, I, I was, was glad a- that the action wasn't... Okay, two guys in the ring, everybody else is resting outside, laid out. Okay, yeah. your turn. Come in. Okay, your turn. No, they actually had action going on the entire time. Yeah. Which yeah. that part I did like. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just ridiculously short. Yeah. And with a ridiculous well, ending. Good. That's because Brock was in there. So yeah, and Brock. So, yeah. <laughs> and so now we have a new WWE champion, which makes me wonder: Was Brock Lesnar booked to go over Roman to begin with? 
that's what I that's what I was wondering when he won. Some of my takeaways was one, there was no reason to put the belt on Brock. None. Two, Big E should not have taken the pin. Nope. Yeah, because he he buried Big E. It, Big E just got buried. Stop feeding the new day to Brock Lesnar. They buried Kofi. They buried Big E. Both of them got fed to Brock Lesnar. Big E had a 100-day reign as WWE champion. And as, you know, it's like as soon as we get progress at the top of the card to where, you know, because there's only been six black world champions in, you know, WWE history. As soon as we get some diversity at the top of the card, it's like, oh, well, we threw you a bone. Now we're just going to go back to the status quo. And, you know, honestly, that is what it felt like. Mm Mm-hmm. And yep. you know me, I usually don't get into conversations like that, but this yeah. one, I, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. And it was like, all right, here you go. Now shut up. No, yeah. Big E, exactly. Big E was a great world champion. Big E oh, yeah. looks believable as a world champion because, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's Big E for a reason. Yeah. You know, I mean, he. Uh, and I mean, he carried himself like a champion, he, not, not just in the ring and with the fans, but outside of the ring, all the appearances yeah. that he did. He was on Sports Center on Game Day on College Football Game Day. Um, I'm guessing for Iowa. Yes. Yeah, because that's that's his alma mater, Iowa. Yep. And stuff like that. And he's just, you know, he's everything you would want to represent your company. And it's like, but instead, we're going to scrap all that. We're going to give it back to the guy that pretty much shows up when he feels like it. Yeah. Because even though they're like, yeah, that's his character. He's the, you know, he's the, the free lone agent. Wolf, the free agent. I'm yeah. Like, no, he's just he's just a jerk hole. Yeah. And yes, I know some of y'all listening out there are and watching are Brock Lesnar marks. You know, you can call yourself not a mark all you want to, but you are. Yeah. And like I, I texted Dwayne this, and I actually wrote this down because I did not want to forget this. Brock Lesnar is the high school principal's favorite jock. Yes, because he rarely goes to class, but he's given passing grades anyway. Yep, mm-hmm. and that's what—that's <laughs> what it reminds me of. Yeah, because you know he's a world champion; he's supposed to represent the company. But he even told Steve Austin he does not like interacting with fans. Now nope. he's trying to pretend like that because they're like they showed him getting the selfies with the fans after the yeah. show and things like that. But he said no; he wants to go back to his six hundred acre farm with the the house plopped right in the middle of that. Yep. You know, where he doesn't even have to see the road because, you know, 600 acres. Yeah. That, that, that's a long way before you can see the roads. And, you know, do you really want your, your world champion, the person who's representing your company, the face of the company? Because they face it, the world champion or the universal champion. They need to combine those. That's another story. That is the face of the company. Yep. And now you got the guy who just wants to show up when he feels like it. He has his yeah. own private jet because he doesn't want to hang out with the guys in the back. Right. He gets his own locker room yeah, and just, you know, stuff like that. He's so isolated from everybody else. And it's like, but you've had, but you had a guy with Big E who was exactly what you needed Mm -hmm. to be the face of your company. And like you were saying, it was just like, all right, we gave you this for a little while. Now shut up. We, you know, we pacified you. Now we're going to go back to the status quo. And I hate hearing people say that, uh, well, Brock Lesnar, he's cutting great promos right now. No, he's not. No, he's not. It's he's the cutting same... promos, but they're not great. 
by no. any stretch. It's the same promo he was cutting when he was there back in 2004. It's just that's why he had Paul Heyman to do the to do that part of it for him. Exactly. And yeah, he's just cutting promos. He's not cutting great promos. Exactly. And people are saying, well, Big E couldn't cut a promo. Big E's promos are just fine. Big E's been cutting great promos for years, for the last decade. Yeah. I mean, nobody's promos are like Dusty Rose. Nobody's promos are like Paul Heyman's. Right. You know, that's like the very, very top of the level. But Big E, I mean, his were up there. Yeah. And I never came out listening to a Big E promo thinking, well, that was stupid sounding. Right. You know, well, he had great charisma. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, Vince I just, done screwed up. But what I, from what I saw on Twitter earlier, there's reports coming out that if there is a silver lining to Brock Lesnar winning the title, is that his next feud will be against Bobby Lashley, which is what Bobby Lashley has been wanting since he came back in 2018. I'd pay to see that fight. Oh, yeah. I'd rather pay to see them fight instead of. Yeah. Uh, you this, know, is, this is the match Bobby Lashley has been wanting, especially if the title is on the line. I also saw another report that was saying that there's still plans to continue the Lesnar-Roman Reigns feud. So I don't know how that's going to work unless they're going to unify the titles, which I don't believe they will. No, I don't think they ever will. Not not right now anyway, even though it would make sense because like we said, there's four there are four other championships that weren't even on this card. Yeah. And I mean you had three matches that weren't title matches of yeah. any kind. So that tells you do the math, you have too many titles. Yeah. <laughs> and um actually five titles went on the line. There was one that was supposed to be, but it wasn't. Right. It's not yep. just enough just now thought about that universal title was also wasn't on here so five titles were on there you had three matches that weren't title matches you have too mm -hmm. many titles yeah <laughs> and see you know all this excitement is making me want to cough more <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean it's you know apparently i guess brock lesnar is supposed to do an appearance on raw tonight obviously you know we're not watching it right now um i, I can possibly catch the recording later on if i choose to yeah um, because when I'm I, at work, I mean, I have to do work. I did see some stuff on Twitter uh, before uh, we started the show that Heyman was out with Lesnar. And you know why Heyman's out there with Lesnar? Because Lesnar can't cut a promo. Mm hmm Yep. And Heyman, I mean, it, you know, they always talk about the Mount Rushmore of people who can cut promos. If yeah, Heyman's, Heyman's there, yeah. yeah. If Heyman's not on your Mount Rushmore, he's the man who helped design it. Yeah. So, I, and I, I'm fine with if if this is going to lead into a Bobby Lashley Brock Lesnar feud. That part I'm good with, but I'm still not good with. We're just going to cast Big E to the side. Yeah. Because tonight on Raw, they're going to have a basically they're going to have. The fatal four-way that was supposed to happen Saturday. Why? And but to determine the next challenger for Brock Lesnar's title. Big E. Big E it should be been, the next it should be Big E because he's the former champion and should get a get a rematch. But I can guarantee that Bobby Lashley's going to win that match so they can build to Lashley versus Lesnar at the Rumble. Oh, yeah, because they got rid of the old <coughs> automatic rematch thing. Yeah. 
and to me you're just killing good matches because yeah yeah and and i get there are times when and like i get when it's like the rematch is overkill which they did with uh aj styles and shinsuke nakamura right it's like every pay-per-view for four months you know it was wrestlemania i think extreme rules money in the bank uh the crown the saudi arabia show crown jewel it was like four months in a row they had that match just have your first match have your rematch if the title doesn't change hands then move on to somebody else but at least give your champion the rematch give your former champion the rematch not just oh well this guy won the title so we'll just boot this guy back down the card oh and i i think it was walk culture when they they did their um one of the winter shows they weren't it wasn't a show just dedicated to this this show um they were talking about they showed some kind of printout some kind of screenshot something where it had listed it said wwe champion Big E, but above it the picture was of brock lesnar and there was no mention of the universal title. So they think it may have been a boo-boo somebody did that. Yeah. Brock Lesnar was probably going to take the universal title off of uh, Roman Reigns. Probably. And um, I did see somebody else that posted on Twitter earlier today that um, uh, they had seen a report that Big E was actually supposed, when it was originally supposed to be a fatal four-way, Big E was supposed to retain. Right. And then once they put Lesnar in the match, then it was like, oh, well, we automatically have to give it to Brock. Oh, we got to give the title back to Brock. Well, yeah, because it's like now it's gotten to the point where it's like, and for people that like Brock Lesnar, I like Brock Lesnar. I just don't like the fact that Brock gets to come in and it's only in title matches that he doesn't, you know, that he's, Every single time he comes back and signs a new contract, he's always in the main event feud for a world title. And it's like you have an entire roster of people who are there all year working their tails off, mm-hmm. trying to get trying to get that opportunity. And you just constantly hand this guy this opportunity. And Brock Lesnar is not the household name that he used to be. So they can't no, say that it's like name recognition is what's you know, putting people in seats because this is not you. This is not fresh back from the UFC, Brock Lesnar. This is not 2012, Brock no, Lesnar. No, this is the lumberjack Harry Krishna. It, yeah, and uh, his promos are not great. I mean, I guess they're passable. You know, you give him a C grade, which meant hey, you just passed the class, but barely. Yeah, you did and, the you did the minimum amount to get through. Right. And you know, besides that, we know it's going to be okay. We'll see Brock at the next pay-per-view. Yeah. And it's like, we'll see Brock at the Rumble. Hopefully, he'll lose the title to Bobby Lashley. Because if they're still planning on doing the WrestleMania thing with Roman, he's going to have to drop that title. Yeah. Because I don't see them, I don't see them unifying the universal and the WWE title in the one world title to go across both brands. That would make sense. And they're not going to do that. (laughs) Exactly. 
that would make sense, and they're not going to do what makes sense. So, if he loses it to Lashley, that's fine. But if he holds on to it for any real length of time, I don't understand the logic. (sighs) Oh, well. And this is why I said at the beginning of the show, a lot of people thought this pay-per-view was great. I'd say it was about average. No, it was about average. Like I said, it was a step up from SmackDown. And I say SmackDown because SmackDown is the much better show than Monday Night Raw. Right. So this this was a step above a good SmackDown show. But this wasn't what I, when I think of a pay-per-view, this is not what I think of. I'm just hoping like for their sake that this isn't their finger poke of doom. Yeah. Because it was, I was watching that night in between, you know, flipping back to go see Mick Foley win the world title because that was the butts and seats night. Yeah. Yeah. And when Hogan hit him with that finger poke and then he pinned him, I'm thinking they just undid every every bit of progress they had over the past. Yeah. Yep. Everything that was good about the NWO and everything that they had accomplished, like you said, up until that point. And people can say what they want about Kevin Nash beating Goldberg and ending the streak and all that stuff. That streak had to end sometime. Yeah. And they didn't have enough main event guys to believably have somebody, the guys that they had in the main event, there wasn't hardly anybody that it would be believable that they beat Goldberg. So I was okay with Nash winning the title, but dropping it to Hogan that way, it's mm-hmm. like you just, just to get a laugh I, is all I can think of. But you've just, you know, you've ruined the reputation of your championship. You've undid all, like you said, all the progress that y'all had made being the, at that time, being the number one wrestling company in the world, you ruined, you ruined all that for, you know, for Swerve. Yeah. And that's the way this felt Saturday night. And my wife and my kids, because my daughter was actually here that night as well. When that happened, I started screaming some words. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they weren't very nice words. Yeah, same. It, it was my, the same. My wife heard my wife heard me say some stuff because I was not happy. Yeah, I, and I, I texted you at least one of those words that I said. <laughs> you did, <laughs> and you texted me back the very same word. Yep. Except with that, all the exclamation marks. <laughs> and that's exactly how I feel about it. Oh yeah. You know, it, this should they should have just said, you know what, Lesnar. We can have him get involved. Just don't have him get involved in a match. Yeah. You know, have him go out and disrupt the Usos match because Roman Reigns is, is his, his adversary. Don't yeah. have him start messing around with them. Right. Plus just, Brock being Brock, since the Usos opened the match, have him go out there mess with the Usos and then he could get on his jet and go home. He wouldn't have to wait around for the main event. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, Oh, well, I guess we're going to just have to move on from this. Yeah. Hopefully they, they, they start recognizing the error of their ways. Hopefully they'll start watching this show or listening to this show. And, you know, they'll watch this on YouTube. They can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, any of that. Yep. yep. And 
one of the things which they really should do, they should go buy our merch. Yeah. And where they can buy our merch is on T Public. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. See that? I yeah. see it. And right now we have the two designs. And I, like I was mentioned to Dwayne and everybody else last week, I'm going to start this same designer here. I will probably get rid of this one here. Right. Um, even though this one does look really good on the coffee mugs, mm-hmm. uh, which, by the way, in fact, let me show you. Clicking this design here, you see the little black box. You start clicking other colors where that black box stays. Some people actually don't mind that. I think it looks bad after a while because even like on an all black background, but when you start bringing like the coffee mugs, ah, yeah, you can put it on, on a notebook and uh, let's see what else. Of course you already see the coffee mug. You can have it on a pillow. Cool. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is, I mean, that's just something fantastic, but the other design if you know it has the transparent background which means ah see yeah yep now i'm going to start changing some of the colors of the letters in the ring because unfortunately when you have a red shirt the red letters don't show up as well yeah Uh, yeah. same thing if you have a white shirt you can see the ring but it's kind of like uh yeah um and the sticker itself looks cool these look fine but i think that's one where the other with the black box actually looks better on some of the other yeah. other things but ladies and gentlemen if you want to buy our merch that's where you go to yeah and i include the link in the description i include the link every time i post this on facebook or twitter and so i i didn't even mention the merch store before i don't know how i could forget it because i had it sitting there <laughs> waiting waiting to do a screen share because now as you can see we are on video yep finally. and so it, that, that took joy and i getting some confidence enough to say you know what let's just um yeah, go let's for just it. put it on there. Yeah, and I, I have to thank the guys from Jay and Trey or TNC Sport. You know, um, they're because they have a nice video show and they started an audio because of us. I'm saying, you know what? I'm gonna return the favor, do video because of them. So those guys have also helped us out that way. Right. So, <clears throat> but this Wednesday we have a another first for us. We're gonna we are scheduled to have, and I need to remind the guys to make sure they didn't forget. Uh, right. Yeah. Noah Gabriel, who is going to be challenging St. Clair Octavius Bentley for the tri-state title at the show in my Orbis coming Saturday. Well, we're going to have them on there to kind of discuss uh, the show because I don't know if you've been seeing Twitter and Facebook, them two going at it. They have been going at it. Yes, they hard. have. <laughs> so we want to be part of that going at it. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, it's starting to get kind of personal. Yeah, 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 and, and I mean, it was already, you know, Sinclair and Alex Hayden uh, putting Noah's friend Tiny Tim out of action for a bit. Yep. And you know, so now we're going to discuss that, and these two guys, I'm pretty sure, you know, have some nice words uh, for each other, and you know, they've all, they have both agreed to come on the show. So hopefully, they will remember because they also both have <laughs> lives outside of wrestling. Right. You know. And sometimes we've had this happen in the past where it's going to happen. It's going to happen all of a sudden, boom. And a lot of times it's, it's real work, you know, the yeah. real jobs, you know, their yep. shoot jobs, something comes up. Um, but we're looking forward to that. 
and Thursday, we are going to do a, a year-end review show. Um, haven't really decided what exactly we're going to have on here, but it, it was an interesting year to say the least. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. In, both, in both wrestling and, you know, our podcast. So, um, but we always manage to get through it. And a lot of times it's better for us not to plan. <laughs> we, just, we just go yeah. spontaneous. <laughs> We just, we just got bullet points yeah. and we just roll. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't believe there's anything else. And I have no idea what's going to be happening on Raw right now. So, I guess I'll have to catch probably the recap shows of that um, because I've also hit kind of the, I've kind of joined the crowd of I don't watch it because, for one thing, the show is too long to begin with. And, you especially, know, especially it doesn't come on until what eight o'clock Eastern time. Yeah, eight o'clock Eastern time. Yeah, and then it's three hour shows, so it's like eleven o'clock your time before it goes off. Yeah, and you know, and you know, the first twenty minutes are usually going to be, you know, yep. them doing some kind of skit from a high school play. Yeah, it's either a high school play skit or a twenty minute promo that goes nowhere. Yeah, and then they'll they'll talk they'll talk about okay, we're going to have a match. And then they keep showing the replays of the skit. Yep. In the meantime, guys who they weren't, who they could have been having on there with an actual match, get let go. Yep, absolutely. And it's just, I, I haven't, like I said, I've told you this before, I haven't watched an episode of Raw or SmackDown like all the way through in years. I just watch the, I just wait until they post like, recaps recap videos on youtube and then between that and twitter that's how i keep up with everything yeah and that's what a lot of people are doing now and hey yeah. why are your ratings suffering well it's the product you're putting out that's the mm -hmm. first thing you should look at so yeah yeah but aw i watch it every week but yep and hopefully those of us who have, have actually sat through this entire video Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, this is a brand new thing for us, and we are always looking to improve it. So, like I said, I already have ideas. I was even trying to run through some ideas through Joyland. Just I could not get the technology to agree with what I was trying to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but hopefully we'll get yeah get some of that going. And you know we are, we are always looking to improve ourselves no matter what because we're just kind of never satisfied. If that makes any sense. Yeah. You always got to work. Always got to improve, and also y'all can kind of rate our beards here. I don't know if y'all know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because I don't know how long, here's well, go ahead and get kind of up close to the camera if you can, as, as much as you can, yeah. Yeah, so you got, yeah. yeah, we're about, yeah, about the same here, <laughs> about the same, yeah, yeah. So, um, and so hopefully we're not too ugly for y'all. Hopefully that's not a big turn off, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you need to, just close your eyes and you'll yeah. be fine. If you just need to. <laughs> do this we're okay with it do this so. i mean you know and put a blindfold on something because we're not going to get any pretty we're, we're getting the older we get the uglier we get yeah this is what you get so yeah, just, and <laughs> you know and considering you know we started out you know with the bar kind of low to begin with and just keep getting lower <laughs> but that's just how life goes yeah uh, but like i said i'm perfectly fine with it i am 48 years old wayland's 40 years old and we could give two less than than a something yeah so, <clears throat> so but hopefully you'll join us again. And my friend, until then, God bless. All right. God bless.